0: Hello everybody, welcome to the FOSCast. We are sat in a lovely hotel room in Champneys in Tring. Um, and we are part of the Soccer Aid crew. I am on the World Eleven crew, and sitting next to me, um, we have got Team England. Jack Wilshere. How are you, mate? You okay? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, lovely. Thank you. Uh, before we get into the pod, Jack, I just want to say massive shout out to Soccer Head for hooking this one up. Tickets are still available right now for the game on Sunday. If you can't attend the game, please watch. Uh, please... Um, donate as much as you possibly can. It's all for a fantastic cause. UNICEF, uh, you know what it is. And hopefully the game will be an absolute bang. Tickets well. going quick as well. So we'll put a link down below and yeah. get in quickly. And if you want to see Jack Wilshere ferreting around the pitch and snapping <sighs> people rolling in the like a dirty little rat he is, it's exactly <laughs> what it's going to be on Sunday night. Uh, Jack, first of all, welcome to the podcast, mate. I want to start the podcast uh, with your current role, with what you're doing at this moment in time. I'm going to put it out there, right? When I was, when I was sort of in England squad with you, 2014, okay, have never seen you doing this coach at Arsenal under 18s but by all accounts you are absolutely smashing it how's it going before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next last forever the Stanley Cup final on ABC and ESPN plus begins Saturday
1: there's no better feeling than a personal win and the State Farm personal price plan can help you do just that Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Yeah, you know what, mate? It's going well. And funny you said that because I didn't really see myself doing. I did my badges, and I didn't. To be honest with you, I didn't really enjoy it when I done my badges, my first one anyway. The the first two, C and UA for B. How how long do them badges take to do, by the way? Because I haven't fast done tracked. any of yeah, them, by the way. We get fast-tracked, but it's, it still takes some time. Like, the A takes a year, takes wow. a season. The B, it, it took a year, but I, I dragged it out a little bit. It's probably about four months. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't really see myself doing it. And, you know, I, I've said this before, and, like, it's probably... Some people won't believe me, but when I went back... So, I, I left West Ham in 2020, maybe 21... And I was at a club for six months and I went to, I went back to Arsenal just to train. It was COVID. It was mad. You couldn't yeah. get in anywhere. Um, went back to train, like train with the 23s, coached a little bit with the 18s. That's when I was doing my A. And then trained with the first team in the end as well. And like, I saw Mikel coach in the way his, his, um, his, his coaching staff were, were talking to the players and the way they were doing sessions. And it actually inspired me. And yeah. I thought, you know what, like, I could do this. I, I fancy this. And I finished my A. And then I had a, a few options to carry on playing, but I just thought it was such a good chance to get back to, you know, my club, be around Mikel, be around Per Murzak, who's like essentially my boss. And just learn it from there and, and even even when I made that first step, like when I went there the first few days of this season, I wasn't convinced it was for me. And the more I'd done it, the more I got into it and, and, and now I love it. I love it on the grass, I love the coaching, I love like trying to work out how to beat an opposition and yeah, I'm
0: really enjoying it. What, what was it with that Mikel Arteta thing you said there? the The way that he spoke to the
1: players, the mm. way that he
0: spoke with his coaching staff, and what they did. What what, what was it? Because you played yeah. under some monster managers. Yeah, you know but what it I was mean? different.
1: It was different. Fozzy, like he. So obviously, I played under Arsene for the majority of my career, and I experienced a little bit different with Eddie Howe. I really enjoyed the way he coached, but Arsene was. Like he, he did coach, but it wasn't like stopping a session. Do you know what I mean? It was you play and then he'll talk to you a little bit after. But like Mikel was, was different. Like the way he the way he spoke to the players, the way he stopped session, the way he demanded like high standards and you know, like even though I was only there for four months and I wasn't really part of the team, I was just keeping fit. I, he made me feel like I was part of it and i don't know it's just a special way that he, he he the way he works and i could see as well what he's doing and and this is why when people say to me oh this season you know you should have won it arsenal should have won it you lost it you bottled it whatever but i don't see it like that because i can see the work that's being done in the club and like the plan was never to win the league this year yeah. of course when you're in there and you you're you're fighting for it it does feel like we lost it but it feels like they're just building and I was really want to be part of that.
0: Yeah, I ain't having this a bottle job. No chance. Everybody's saying that this season. Mm. Man, to beat Man City is oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you have got, got two teams. A, that's what I mean. They've got two teams and the, the the average age of that Arsenal team and what they did and what this season, I just think the progression they've made has just been outrageous, it's hasn't it? it? Like Absolutely when you actually outrageous. It,
1: so last year, what, we finished fifth. The year before was eighth. But like even last season, like we were close to the Champions League and... The 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 goal this year was obviously to get into the Champions League, and they smashed it. Like we could have won the league, yeah. really. Like we closed the the gap um, to City. Like, I think it was five points. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, that, that's some achievement.
2: Like you say, though, Jack. When you're in it, like get towards the end of the season, you probably think like externally. You go, oh, they did have a really, really good chance, mm. but City just oh, second half of the season yeah. they just win. Well, I think they won twelve which, or thirteen games on yeah, the bounce. It's, it's, like, it's mad. Just, oh, yeah. You can't, you can't like, compete with that. When you when you were there training with them, they, obviously this isn't this isn't Arteta like we know him here and now, i.e. his stock wasn't as high. Yeah. Could you see yeah. the process? Yeah. And could you say this is going to happen?
1: Yeah, so the way the way Mikel wants a team to play is very structured and like very, he wants a player here. And if a player's here, the next pass has to be here. And obviously that takes time for the players to understand. To, and a lot of the players as well, their English is not the best as well. So you have to remember, sometimes that might take a little bit longer. And I think you see that now, like whenever you think about, Arsenal this season, is they probably, well, maybe City at the end, but they probably played the best football mm. consistently throughout the whole season. And I think that was just, it was coming. Mikel just needed time. He, he obviously got a lot of credit in the bank when he won the FA Cup, got the fans on side. And I think that was a big part of it as well, getting the fans back on side. You know, when I was there my last year, at times it was hard because everyone wanted Arsenal out. And, yeah. and that, was, that was difficult. And it was like a strange atmosphere in the stadium. And obviously Emery came in, failed. Mikel came in and, and he won the FA Cup. Then they had that little spell. Do you remember when they lost a few games? Oh, massive start of the yeah. season. I remember yeah. there was a Norwich game, wasn't there? Yeah. And
0: the Norwich game was a the one they were saying, if they don't win this game, if they don't win it, I mean, yeah. he's out, yeah. he's gone.
1: Yeah, and then I just think like, it's, it's, it's actually a good example for clubs to, like, I look at teams now looking at managers, and I just think, why not go out and get a young manager? Yeah, like, hungry. Like, like look at Deserby, yeah. Mikel, like who, who've got something to prove. They're hungry and they've got a way of playing that, that they believe in. And, and that takes time to get across to the players.
0: I still, I still think though, I still think being a good manager, obviously you've got to know your tactical. You have yeah. to have that ability. That's a, that's a given. But I do think it's it's down to the character of the manager. Yeah. And like you say there about Mikel, demanding demanding so much from your players and setting the bar so high to start with that even if
1: they do fall a little bit, 10%, 5% below mm. it, it's still at a serious level. Yeah, Mikel talks about it a lot and he he talks about convincing mm. the players and that's that's what it is, yeah, right? It is, you have yeah. to convince the players of a certain way of playing, a certain way of behaving and then once you've convinced them, you've got them. Yeah, and boom. you can see that the players, they love Mikel and they fight for him.
0: I want to I want to talk about quickly. Um, I want to talk about your your coaching role at the minute in a second. Um, there's one clip I, I I want you to sort of like if you can verify it for me actually is a Mikel Arteta clip. I think it came from the Arsenal documentary and it's one where he's talking about I think the fullback or the midfielder or somebody's got the ball and he they're trying to play it into Bukayo Saka mm. and there's a he, he's. Out on the right and, yeah, and right wing, the line. and yeah, basically he's he's like if you play it to him like that, he stood still. Yeah, yeah. he stood. Still. I need you to be on your bike already. Yeah. Arc in your run so you can take
1: the ball in full flow. Basically, have you seen have you seen it work as well? Is, is it good? Yeah, the guy who does it like it's just like to every t- single time. Yeah, it's only it's only like when the fullback receives it wide and. The wing is wide. He just doesn't want that straight pass. Yeah, that so straight just, pass, it, yeah. But it's, it's so simple. But yeah. you think about it. When, so when he plays it inside and he's coming in, because he plays inverted as yeah. well, so he plays on the right, yeah. he's left-footed. He takes his touch on his left foot. He's got the whole piece. He comes up. inside on yeah. it. That's the. It's this beautiful. is
0: what I'm saying. Like this is the, ty- the It doesn't sound like a lot, this, no. does it? It doesn't sound like a lot. But if you're a left-back or if you're a centre-back, even you're centre- a central midfielder, you know when you've got a player taking it in full flow, he's already behind you. And you're yeah. thinking, oh, but isn't shit. This, isn't
2: this what good coaches do? Because people... Or often talk about players that go to Man City and they go they take a year and it's like yeah. no they don't take a year it takes Pep a year to get it mm. into them into and isn't them, it yeah. a similar similar type thing because you were saying about going and getting a young manager but also that hasn't, that speaks volumes for like the infrastructure of the club doesn't mm. it like Edu and like Mertesacker yeah. and you said people mm. that are involved in the club because Chelsea went out and got a a young yeah. manager, and it, it didn't quite work out. But it felt like a square peg in a round hole. I think Chelsea hole.
0: went out and got a young everything to be
2: honest, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it didn't work
0: out.
1: But yeah, I, I, spent- think, I think he's right though. The balance, like you have to get the balance right, and that's why you see like I think, and I don't know this, this is not inside information, but it's like Mikel started, and this year he, he decided right now I'm ready for a Zinchenko. Who, I'm going to change his playing style a little bit. I'm going to roll him into midfield because he's done that at city yeah. before. I'm going to get a Jesus. Like I think now is the next stage of that and we'll see this summer who they get, but I think next year will be a lot stronger as well.
0: So I want to I want to talk about your first day as a coach at yeah. Arsenal, yeah, under eighteens. Genuinely, you've played in some of the biggest games, you've played European football, played for your country, massive, massive occasions. Are you nervous
1: on that first day? Mate. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. So Per is, is, like all the players, we've got like, uh, analysis suite where like it's like a cinema right it's got a big screen at the front and the players are like up there walk in there the players are all in there the staff are in there and I have to address them oh the no VA. it's horrible and, and as well uh- like I've never really done that. Spoke in front of people, like now and then, but not as like a leader as when someone there's 30, really, 40 people in the room. Yeah. Did you practice it at home before? I, I practice it in the office. Like I wrote it down a little bit before, but as soon as I went in, I didn't look at it once. I was just like talking. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard. <laughs> so what's it like now? Then on the
0: day today, it's to a day? skill,
1: isn't it? I think talking in front of people. Yeah, for sure, mate. Some, yeah.
0: I think that's the thing you're born with. You can learn it for sure. Yeah. Right? And the more you do it, you'll get better yeah. But like if we're, like we're we're doing this soccer thing now, yeah, this is my first time. This is your first yeah. time, right? If they try and get us. To do a song later, yeah, no chance, mate. I'm fuming. No, I'm not I am. It. I am honestly, it popped in my head earlier. It popped in my head, and I was just shitting, my myself. <laughs> I was shitting myself. You've got someone from soccer idea right now, <laughs> mate, <laughs> this. Honestly, I was shitting myself earlier. Just got kept thinking, they're not going to get us to sing, are we? Like, I hope not. I, I can't do that, mate. I can't
1: stand up in front <laughs> of a group of people and do that. <laughs> I reckon you can. Definitely. No yeah. chance, mate. Definitely. It's horrible. Yeah, no, it is. You're right. And. Like it was in me, it was definitely in me because I did it, but the more I've done it this season and it just becomes natural. Like yeah, you can talk to the other
2: things and... as well, Jack, is um when you when you learn from people like you'll have picked up won't you yeah. from Arson, from Eddie, from from Mikau. from Mikau. And like one thing someone told me earlier on in my career, like talking like it worked in sales and whatever,
0: and they go Welcome back to Collectors Closet, presented by the Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new ten dollar scratch off, the five hundred thousand dollar platinum jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your
1: $500,000 platinum jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play
2: responsibly. Is The biggest tip someone ever gave to me is be comfortable with silence. So yeah. if, if you're comfortable with, with your own silence yeah. and you take a minute. Everyone else is comfortable. Ah, uh,
1: yeah. And if, it, you're if you start it, being yeah. weird about yeah, yeah, it, then, yeah. then other people. If are you're weird, weird about it. it, you start talking
0: like nonsense gibberish. Well, yeah, yeah, Absolutely yeah. gibberish. So, um, so what's next then? So, what, what's the sort of the end goal of all this? I don't know now? because
1: what you said before about a manager knowing tactics, and and I'm still. Like in the process of developing my playing style. Yeah. You know I mean, like I have an understanding of how I see the game, but every day. Do the, day I'm do the learning. club?
0: Do the club almost? Sorry for putting in, But do the club? Do the club almost demand that you play sort of what they will do. Mirror their um, style.
1: Yeah. So a big part of my job this year was trying to be more aligned to the first team yeah, yeah. style, which is fucking hard. Right? Yeah, because, damn right. Because they keep lifting the level, we have to keep lifting the level. But I've learned so much, and to be fair, like. I, I do I do see football in a similar way to Mikel like yeah. the way he wants possession and have a spare player but like and I, this is something I'm learning as well like what's next for me is I don't know I I need to keep developing my understanding of my playing style which then you become more comfortable talking in front of people mm. and talking about the game um and then yeah see where it goes like I like I hear people go yeah I want to be a manager I want to be a first team manager I want to be a Premier League manager but you and I know it's not as easy as that. Oh, I mean, like you, there's, you have to take the right job at the right time. You have to have a little bit of luck. You have to have a good staff with you, good people. And I'm in the process of working out if that's... I do want to do that, but I'm I'm in the process of working out, is it possible? Sort of baby steps, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
0: To be fair, mate, I saw you doing a team talk, actually. I saw you in a nice little huddle with the 18s. Mate, you were bossing it. How cool must it be, though, if you're one of these Arsenal under 18s, lads, and you've got Jack Wilshire, somebody that, guaranteed, or every one of them will have looked up to anyway, but they've got you trying to pass on knowledge and putting arms around people and you stuff like that. You know what? To
1: be fair to them, they've, been, they've all been brilliant and... and that's one thing like you'd have played with players who had coaches nightmare we had, i haven't had one i haven't experienced that i probably need to experience that for my yeah, development a little but shit they've all, that you yeah, just but they've all been top like and the, the the rewarding thing is when you tell them to do something and you see them trying to do it yeah it's a good feeling
0: yeah i like that uh, right come on in. let's take it back a little bit yeah should we go um arsenal back in the day so you like I say when when you were, how old were you when you made your debut
1: 16 16 years
0: old do you remember 16. who
1: it was against yeah Blackburn away
0: and how did you do Blackburn away by the way is a tough place to go we and make your up.
1: debut huh we were falling it up oh Doddle game. mate yeah. absolute breeze headed <laughs> by all Hattrick I think I came on for Van Persie like 10 minutes left it was beautiful man. yeah it was a beautiful feeling just floating around I played off the right when I first started I played off the right wing imagine that yeah. I'm just coming in on my left um, yeah, it was unreal. Do you know what? I look back to that that stage, right? And it was really so. I had my first pre season with the first team that preseason and then because of injuries, I was on the bench. Like, and it was just when they changed it. Do you remember before there was only five subs yeah. on the bench? It was just when they changed it to seven. So I got on the bench.
0: Yeah, buzzing. All the young lads used to buzz off. That I was buzzing, they, they but then I was buzz fuming. Off that.
1: And I look back thinking, why was I fuming? Like, what, you I just were just on the bench? Yeah, I just wanted to play. I was thinking, oh, I'm ready to play, I'm ready to play. You were six, 16. But to yeah. be fair,
0: well, you're like not blowing smoke up your ass, your body type at that moment in time. Yeah, You, were, was physically, you, you yeah. didn't look like a 16-year-old, mm-hmm. mate. You had big, big bum, big legs.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it was, no, no, not at all.
0: <laughs> Definitely not. It was that low centre of gravity kind of
1: stocky. You, you could yeah. see that you could just, you would fit in there easy. Yeah, I just wanted to play, but no, it was, it was unbelievable coming on. Ewood Park... I can't remember the man. I do remember the man. What was his name? Baldfeller. He was under all kinds of pressure. The fans were going mad. Baldfeller, Blackburn manager. Oh, um, Keane is it? I want to say yeah, that. Steve yeah. Keane. Steve, Steve Keane. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. He was under all kinds of pressure. Like he was the like the nicest man on. in the world, were not yeah. he, Steve Keane? I wonder where
2: Steve
0: Keane is now. That was the that was Venky. Was yeah, the, yeah. It
2: was all the
1: the chicken guys and all yeah.
2: that. Yeah. But when you at that age, so you fast forward, obviously, a few years, and you're walking in on day one as a coach shitting yourself mm. when you're 16 and you're going into men's football not only men's football but you're going on with Van Persie yeah. and the likes what was the mentality there were you shitting yourself there or were you like I I want to get on the pitch
1: because nah, I was I knew I was good at that yeah I, knew I was good at football but I obviously don't know if I'm good at talking in front of people or good at coaching yeah so I wasn't shitting myself at all you just but went and yeah, did I just it. wanted to play yeah and I remember as well it's quite nice because I had um, Ramsey, he was a year older than me, but me and him were sort of in a similar boat where we just wanted to play, and then he came on and I came on at the same time, so we sort of had each other. Yeah. And, and what I was Arsenal like, like with you as a young, young player? Like, it was unbelievable. But as I said, it wasn't detail, detail, detail. He expected players to be at a certain level. Um, once you're at that level, it was almost like you were in, and he, he'd, he'd put his arm around you and he'd give you little tips. Um, but he was honestly, like, as a person mainly for me with him because we went through so much together through injuries, through, you know, times when my kids were ill and him talking to him and he was just like a massive figure in my life.
0: Like you team, had some,
1: you yeah. had some legends in that team as well.
0: Like I don't know if you were like even like people like Ray Parler, right? So I'm gonna tell that they say the Ray Parler story. Ray Parler says it all the time, by the way. Best young player I ever saw coming through, best young player I ever saw coming through, Jack Wilshire. You could just Does tell. He? Yeah, says it all the time. He's always on Talk Sports about it. Um <laughs> and I don't think he's half wrong, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but he's always buzzing off. You could just tell, and he, he will say the same thing. You could just tell he was like a man in a mm. in a sixteen year old body. You could just tell that he was gonna be a monster. Ces Fabregas, he would say the same thing. He you could just tell he was just lovely. He was gliding around and stuff like that. But that's what I mean. You had you had the mixture of everything. Mm. You had absolute monster legends already at the football club, and then you had some young lads coming through that just next yeah. level.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I, I talk about that a lot to my players because you know now with Brexit we can't bring a Cesc Fabregas in, we can't bring a Fran in. What is that for? Why they have to be a certain age oh, to really? get over? Yeah. 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 So my youth team was full of. We had a Dutch player. We had Spanish players. We had French players. Yeah, yeah. But that done something to the group, right? And to the level, and to me personally, because I knew that I didn't just have to be the best in the country. I had to be arguably the best in Europe. I had to be better than Fran Madrid. I had to <laughs> be at the level assess because he was only four years older yeah. than me. And yeah, that 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 then. So I naturally, I was always quite uh, aggressive, um, stocky player, bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> but then I knew. <laughs> I was say pit bull. Same <laughs> you know. thing. <laughs> but then I knew I had to be good technically. Otherwise, you're never going to play for Arsenal because that was in the days when when Arsenal was like total football you take the ball and you pass it and you're two touch and you play collective in front of goal and someone's there you have to pass to him and I just knew I had to be at a certain level
2: if we're talking technical can we just watch this goal and tell me is it the greatest Team goal in Premier League history <laughs> You know what
0: goal it is Don't uh, you Ben Well I do know what goal it is It's uh, the goal of the season From Oh I'm going to say no
2: signal No internet. I'm going to say but.
0: Let's just talk about it anyway Because everybody knows Which goal we're talking about I'm going to say 2018, 17 Way before that Really? Yeah Norwich Yeah At home Yeah Olivier Giroud Yeah 2013. Shut Jeez. your mouth, it is yeah. not 2013. It's <laughs> a long time ago. Oh my. Back-to-back goal years, of the seasons. Poor John Ruddy in goal as well. That's I can just see Do you know what him. though?
1: I've, I've told people this, so I'm, I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say this. It was my right foot, right, I scored. Yeah. And the balls come from that way so Giroud's played it that way and I've gone to open up with my right foot and put it in there and it's come off my heel, and he's Shut gone up. there and John Bradley was like he didn't know what didn't day know what
0: it was that. To, that, I, the, 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 there's something up with that goal because he is so flat footed and he's like well, you, know what, you didn't mean that but
1: like, at the time, as well, like when I think about it, it, it was we was all in control of it. But when you look back, it is mad, mad. It's just like people uh, ridiculous. ridiculous. Look at the
0: Norwich defenders. Next time you yeah. watch it, yeah, they're they're one of them does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never yeah, they're all just tying themselves up in knots, going what on earth? And they're spinning yeah. round, looking for. Eventually, one of them, like you say, just has to go. Please, <laughs> please be offside. <our> yeah,
2: <laughs> someone what? do something. Yeah, somebody help other, us. The
0: other goal was um
2: because we were chatting just off camera, weren't we? Against it was like half volley against baggies, weren't it? Yeah.
0: Second, I thought it was you, but no, Boaz got that one didn't he? it was Boaz Mile I was injured towards the end of the season and he played in that one they got absolutely pumped I remember he fire, rung man? me he rung me after the game and he went "He went, oh you missed a good one there they were incredible <laughs> I went yeah oh, I think I'd just gone on holiday or something like that and he went yeah Jack Wilshire just bullied one past me he said I just stood there and I went yeah well done brilliant absolutely fantastic <laughs> you weren't relegated though then were you no no, that was like a dead rubber for yeah. us kind of thing we were already saved. cigars Berahino on Berrino was playing Sido right? bloody hell yeah. oh, mate I wonder
1: where Cider is now. Actually, I was know where Shepard, he was Chef Wednesday. Where? He's in Cyprus. Is he? Is yeah. he? He's in Cyprus. Oh, he, he was Chef Wednesday, wasn't he? And then... He was, but he's definitely in Cyprus now, yeah. Ooh. Getting a bit of sun, eh? Yeah.
0: Mm. Right, I want to talk about injuries. I think this is the biggest blighter of anybody's, obviously, football career, but yours in particular, mm. because this is what held you back from being one of England's, probably most capped players, mm. in all honesty, wouldn't it have been? Because you got into the team early... I think goals. i have got 100 caps. Easy, 100 caps. Yeah. You'd have got one of those lovely gold ones is what you would have done. <laughs> yeah. um, talk to me about... Because I think I think a lot of people, right, when, when they support a football club and they see a player getting injured, they think, oh, my God, he's injured again. And they, yeah. I don't think they think about the person behind the injury. Yeah. And having had a lot of injuries myself... It is one of the biggest head fucks in the world, isn't it? It kills you, doesn't it? It absolutely kills you. You can't do what you want to do, and you're dying to do what you want to do. And not even is it just that injury there and then. Going forward, you just shit yourself, don't you? Yeah.
1: I think as well, eventually, that's that's why I finished at 30. And it weren't, because I could have carried on. Yeah. Because I didn't stop because of injury. But just going through it so many times. The the rehab. The rehab and... you know going in the physio room while everyone else is going out yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and listen i would have carried on but i just thought in the back of my head like imagine so i went to denmark for six months yeah. but imagine if i then carried on and i went i don't know to turkey or cyprus or somewhere i chased it around europe a bit and then you get injured yeah like and you're away from your stuck out family. stuck in a foreign country i just thought like, it's not worth it and and to be honest with you like when people ask me now about my injuries and say oh how, how are you about them like the honest answer is I don't know. And I don't know when that will ever hit me. Like when you say you yeah, yeah. I mean, could have got 100 caps or it stopped me being the player I could have been. Like To be honest with you, I don't ever think like that cause I don't think I can because yeah. then I think it will affect me. Do you know what I mean? What,
0: like what was one of the worst injuries you had?
1: My first my first injury was my worst and I paid the price a lot for that. It was my right ankle. It was like the talus, yeah. which is like basically you got your fib and then it's like a little bone here that sits on top of your fib and your ankle joint, and I fractured that. Yeah. And I went to see the specialist surgeon, and he was like, well, I've never seen that. We've seen it in one person. It was a snowboarder. Wow. Because you imagine their ankles were yeah, locked yeah, in, yeah, and yeah. they can bend it like that. So they got in another guy, special, specialist, to do surgery. And I didn't know this till a few years later. When So I then went back. It must have been about six years. I was 19. Six years later, I was 25. I went back to see the surgeon, and he was like, oh, you're still playing? Nah. Yeah. And I was like, it's normally a career end. Done. uh, He he showed me the notes from the surgery, and it was like, yeah, might not play again, might not be able to walk. Yeah,
0: and that, and you didn't know that.
1: Didn't know that. (sighs) That's maybe a good thing to not think to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. What was it? A pin? Do you have to have a pin pop? So I put two pins in it. Yeah, Um, but then like. I paid the price. It never moved really, the same. Yeah. So then obviously it affects your knees. Everything your hip, suffers it, from there on out. Yeah.
0: Did you do, I, I I did a navicular injury in my foot once. Yeah, I, I think you've navicular. done the same as well. For, you
1: might've been playing that game. Yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah. I remember, cause I remember when I did mine and I remember the physio saying, Oh, it's what Jack, Jack Wilshire did like, I don't know, a few weeks or a few yeah. months ago or something like that. Did you have surgery on it? I had surgery on it to have a pin for it. So the navicular bone is, it's like one of the weight bearing bones in your feet. In your foot, sorry, top of your foot. But it's also got a really bad blood supply, like awful blood supply. Mm. So the chances of it actually rehabbing and healing are actually fairly slim. You've got to be super careful with it. So I remember just even mine having a pin for it, but I couldn't put any weight through that foot for 2 months yeah, like two I couldn't even rest it on a table so it's all plaster casted up and stuff mm. I couldn't even put it on a on a table rest it because it would be too much pressure going through it but this is the sort of stuff that people just won't see they don't see you struggling in your daily life mm. with these kind of with these injuries and they friggin' hurt and as what well, happens with know. the mentality so
2: when you're sat there because obviously you have got players everyday striving to get better in the gym on the training ground and stuff and you're out for 6 months 8 months 2 months does it get into your head and you go I'm going backwards here and they're going forwards. Do you get paranoid? What's the or do you just focus on no, I think rehab? everything
1: goes through your head. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember like the game is just getting faster and faster all the time yeah. and I just remember I was out once for 19 months. What 19, was it? What was Jesus. that ankle? Yeah. So then I, I started to come back from that ankle, got another stress fracture somewhere else cuz I went too quick, then my knee and I was out for 19 months. And I remember just thinking, am I ever going to get back like yeah. to that level? How long will it take? Yeah.
0: You're, you're sort of earlyish mid 20s here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. And right at like, the start. Normally, normally you, like, at that age, stuff heals. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're almost invincible and, at that age, I, aren't you? Yeah.
1: And, like, throughout my whole academy journey, I was never injured. I was one of them who'd go straight out and smash balls, even yeah, when I was in yeah, the youth yeah. team. And then it was just like, bang just that's it done
0: it's horrible mate I do I feel for you because like I said I've had three cruciate ligaments myself three
1: cruciate same knees
0: two in that one in that and it's just the most miserable time mate it's just a miserable miserable time it is like you say you're you're on a different schedule to everybody else you might be in in the summer when they're all on holiday and stuff and you just don't feel you don't feel part of the team either do you you don't feel part of the team that's the bit that kills you the most and when you because obviously you, you went out to Denmark and when you
1: finished was it an easy decision for you or did you kind of... Do you know what? It's easier than I ever thought it would be. Yeah? Mm. And maybe that was because Per offered me the role at, at Arsenal, the 18s head coach, and that was available. And I don't know, but it didn't feel like a hard decision for me. And that was like, football's my life. I love football. I'm one of them who will watch any football. Do you, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it didn't. it didn't feel like a difficult decision. I remember I was on the golf course and I was announcing it later that day and I was with my dad and I, it was actually harder for my dad I think than yeah. it was for me that was blonde Wilshire You must have been bored out there yeah. <laughs> yeah I was blonde we'll get a bit under, I was watching the, the podcast and got a bit of motivation <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> uh, one of your
0: teams one of the teams that you did play for as well West Ham um, yeah. just if we can just have a little chat about them because um, I w- first of all how was your time at West Ham not great really
1: <laughs> yeah but n- nothing to do with the club or the people it was Injuries again yeah. Injuries and Trying to play catch up And then getting back To a certain level And then I got a new injury A hernia Which oh. You know I thought Yeah I thought my ankles were sore And when I got the hernia I was the, Them
0: hernias Yeah
1: Oh that brutal surgery there. Oh they're brutal I've you, had that not even well. do that. Yeah. Horrible yeah. Isn't it? You two should do
2: like a oh, injury wait.
1: podcast where, where did you have the operation? In G- Germany, Germany? No. Mush, you're talking about yeah so I went there nice. <laughs> where's Matt Ogunsanya She yeah. just get him in oh, I went there and she went there I had to go to when um, I, mean, I go Qatar what Qatar. she did it out there yeah mate She she's done so many footballers oh, and mate, the amount she charges as well mate you, I walked in the room you'd have had this and like she's there she's, she must be yeah, oh, 70 70s, 80 yeah, 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 yeah she's old. well old. she's there on a laptop and she goes take him off <laughs> what? Yeah. so I got down to my pan she went no everything <laughs> yes, I'm just stood there, and she comes and she does this finger test, like in your belly oh, down. She horrible. goes, "Yep, you need the surgery." other one yeah, meaning so yeah. and that's, that's she, that she's like the world leader of these yeah, so she's unreal. She, she did
0: she's made of she, she got a bit famous like earlier on in her career probably when Michael Owen apparently got back from having a, a hernia operation got back playing within like a week or something mm. apparently there's what? no yes. chance on this earth you're doing that by the way no <laughs> chance on this earth And by the way I've seen it like I got a physio fly over me to Germany to do it and um, he, he was like still learning and whatever and he was like can I take a video of you actually operating she went yeah not a problem what they do is right you're obviously fully naked uh-huh. yeah she they they tie a bit of tape around your willy yeah (laughs) and then they tie some more tape so they've got like a bit to sort of so just so they can move your willy about basically yeah (laughs) mate but (laughs) once she's actually opened you up right she opens you up for to do the hernia (laughs) Oh, she's like a freaking magician in yeah, there, mate. She's one hand and she's just sewing stuff and she's doing this she's and that. Doing what? Mate, she's a joke. <laughs> sewing stuff, all right? It's, it is it's incredible, to be fair. But that's a, they're an horrible injury in themselves, aren't yeah. they? Because that affects everything else, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, mate. It was the worst one.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm with you. It does all your, oh, everything. Yeah. No, Willy, West Willy tape. West Ham. <laughs> they've, yeah. the, they've just won the conference. Yeah, so, like now, my time was, uh, there was, was. It was tough because I was you know, I was halfway into a three year contract as well, and then we agreed to yeah, cancel it. Um, but I've got great friends there, Deck, yeah. Nobs, I'm so happy for them, Cresswell, um, who else is still there who I played with? Og Bonner. And these are good people. Yeah, you know good I mean? people and, as well. And, yeah. and Nobs, especially, like you see Nobs and you see West Ham fans are exactly the same. They live yeah. and breathe it, and they're just like, yeah, it's like it almost it's like a life, religion. It? Yeah. It's their life, mate. And... And we had some tough times. Moisey came back, saved us. And credit to David Moise as well, by the way. Like He gets battered. Yeah, he no. gets absolutely battered. But for me, like he has to be up there with one of West Ham's best ever coaches. Well,
0: they've just won a uh, European Cup for the first time in, what, 40, 50 years? Yeah. 60 years maybe. He has to be, um, doesn't he? He has to be up there. Yeah. Like, so yeah. All of them players as well. You look at... So, okay, we, we can talk about Declan Rice in a minute, but Declan Rice has to be up there as one of West Ham's yes. best ever players. I think players. he's one of three
2: he captains to, to, yeah. to lift a trophy yeah. with them. Billy
1: Bombs, Bobby Moore in it. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. And then, right. and
2: then you look at um, the manager, David Moyes, and he he made a really good point last night when he was being interviewed and he said, like, David Manager is a really, really good Premier League manager, right? Yeah. Yeah. Over the years, really good Premier League Solid. manager. Yeah. Really good. How many days would a manager like that, uh, a team at the level of West Ham, get in their career? Oh, most of them get none yeah, yeah. hardly anything yeah. and, and, and he's Dan, been a manager in the Premier League for a very 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 yeah. long time yeah for sure and yeah. he's earned that hasn't he it was brilliant he got to share it with his, his dad was on the pitch he yeah, gave it's nice his medical yeah. it was really nice wasn't it but all of them he with with yeah. naughty dancing yeah.
1: yeah did you hear him seeing uh, Jared Bowen's off? yeah he he can, how good he's is it? brilliant yeah. and what about Declan Rice so nah, he's top like, honestly I can't speak highly enough of him because he has to, what is he 23 yeah 24 I think yeah 23-24 like He's carried West Ham, really, isn't he? Yeah, for yes, to be fair, at yeah. least for two years. Yeah. He he's one of the first names on the team sheet for England now. Yeah. And like the way he just carries himself and he gets on with it. Like there's not many, let's say he does leave West Ham, he'll leave West Ham as a legend. And there's not many yeah. players that could leave leave a club at twenty-four when when you're just about to almost get into the peak of your years. And the club and the fans respect you Wish that you much. Wish you well. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, you know well?
0: what works? I think he's done it the right way. Yeah. I think if he, he he could have he could have last couple of years especially he could have kicked off at uh, in the in the summertime he could have kicked off at whenever and caused the fuss. Do mm. you know what I mean? But he and he's gone. No. Do you know what? It's cool. I love this club. It's in my blood anyway. Yeah. But we'll do it properly. And I think everybody has appreciated that. Yeah. So I think they've announced, didn't they? Uh, David, David Sullivan David David did David Sullivan, today. Yeah, that, yeah that, that. that he will be leaving in the summer. But whoever he goes to, whether it isn't an Arsenal or it, uh, Real Madrid, it could be. He could take his pick. To be fair, couldn't he? Mm. He could think, literally take his there, yeah. couldn't he? They had a gentle. Uh,
2: what David Sullivan said, he said they had a gentleman's agreement that that he could go. Yeah, so he's, he's gone. And but like you were saying with Mark Noble, he's he, Mark's clearly played a big, big part of that yeah. under the tutelage of because we we did a podcast with Mark and it just came across
0: so. Basically, he's like his dad, you
2: know. Yeah, and, yeah, and also, him. but yeah. the, the pride yeah. he takes in the club yeah. and the standards he sets at the club, like, mm. you know, the stories about him sweeping up the away, st- um, yeah, changing yeah. rooms and stuff. And you can see that he just transcends yeah, he throughout yeah. the cl- yeah. club, doesn't he? Yeah, and nice, you can those. see that Declan's learned directly from him, which is What, what is it great. about
0: Declan Rice on a pitch that you can, you as a, a midfielder yourself, could look at and go, wow. I
1: actually think he, he can get even better and do more, like... He has a, a, a specific role at West Ham, which he does unbelievable. Probably him and Casemiro probably the best at it. Yeah, the league. yeah, yeah, But I think he can add so much more to his game. Like when I when I was there in training with him, he was the best finisher. Oh, that's left ridiculous. foot, right foot. That's ridiculous. You know, like one of them like mm. weird, like I call him modern day footballers. Yeah. With, like physically he's a monster. <laughs> yeah. like, Engine as well. Just don't get tired. Yeah. Just can run Engine. and run and run. He's strong, he can beat a player, he can ping a ball off his left foot, right foot. He can do everything. I th- I would like to see him more of a box to box now. Yeah, he yeah, can yeah. do yeah. Well, he's got that in the bag all day. Yeah, long. he can do that all day. Like I
0: say, I agree with you. I think he's been he's been playing a more defensive role mm. with West Ham because it's West Ham. Yeah, that's the way you got to do. Role, you can't yeah. go marauding everywhere. But I think if he joins one of these big boys, we could see a proper player. Yeah, um, proper. But what player. do you
2: make? It, did you see it last night when he's literally won the cup, walked off the pitch, and the journalist has gone? Are you leaving then? Or fuck
0: it? Like no. that's who was that? It?
2: I don't know, I actually don't know who it was, but I just saw it and I thought, that's shit. He no answered it well
1: though, didn't
0: he? Yeah, no class that,
1: no yeah, class. No, what what do you want
2: him to say? Yeah, I'm leaving. Like, come on, do you know what I mean? Like, have you ever been there in like a heat of the moment? You see it like with cyclists when they come down off a mountain and someone asks them a stupid yeah. question and they go, oh, why is he being RC?" Have you ever had that where you've got, you
1: two, where you've been and someone's you that I you, you, it, that you know, I had it after the Youth Cup final. So, it was my first, so we had a press conference, my first ever press conference. I sat there. And um, I won't name the name of the reporter. You'll know him. And he says to me, oh, um, no, I'm I'm fuming now. We just lost 5-1 in the final. I'm stood there, stood up on the side of the pitch. I've got 7,000 West Ham fans singing. You're getting sacked in the morning. <laughs> I'm raging, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I went to the press conference, and he says to me, um, I really like the fourth goal. So I was sort of like, didn't it didn't register, and then it did. I went, what, what do you mean? West, West Ham's fourth goal? And he went, yeah, it was a really good goal, wasn't it? I was like, what? What the fuck? Why are you telling me that, mate? Like, I don't know. I don't want to talk about That's that. That's his job. Like, yeah. his
0: job is to ask these sort of questions that make you, that. yeah, make you get like proper answers that you can use in a in a paper yeah. or something. Yeah. Should we do a bit of manager yeah, chat? Yeah, quick so, manager talk. Or so we're, going to, we're going to quickly talk about Sock in a second and just sit, look, talk about who you're looking forward to snapping on, uh, well, let's on do Sunday that now. night.
2: Well, let's do that now because then we will, I want to talk about you guys and your time with England together because you spent a bit of time with England together, didn't you? Yes, we? we did, yeah. So yeah. why don't we talk about who Jack's going to snap on yeah. Sunday
0: night? What, what, what are you looking for on Sunday night? Is there any anybody in particular? Or Anyone you just you're looking for? To...
1: what? I had a little bit of Goldstein oh. Oh. Goldstein's not playing, though, is He's not playing. Not playing, he... though, he's not playing. Yeah. No, Goldstein's not playing. Wait, someone told me. He might be. Oh, yeah. Let's get him in. No. Someone
0: was it in? Goldstein? No. <laughs> he was the next best person to Goldstein. Benty? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. No chance. Goldstein has got no... Even he's nowhere near play, famous he'd, enough. he play for England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll kill him. That'll kill him. <laughs> I, I want to see him play. play. Would,
2: if he was playing, would that be a nice little duel? He'd obviously play you did for a lot. England, was not he? Uh,
0: Mate, I'm English and I'm playing for the
1: rest of the world team. He could play for anybody <laughs> nowadays, it seems. <laughs> Uh, who am I, I you know what I've always wanted to play with Scolese man yeah Or play out. yeah it'd be lovely, I man. used to watch him with England and he, I think we we never crossed over I played against him but he retired quite early from England yeah didn't he? He, didn't, he
0: didn't like it no. yeah. he didn't enjoy it
1: yeah I'd love to play with him so I will now oh
0: yes you will indeed um, yeah is he is he your favourite
1: at Lampard Gerrard no, I don't no, care no, about just, that.
0: Just, we don't do that question. Uh, That's everyone does that uh, question. All right, if you had to, pick... yeah, I think so. If yeah. you had to
1: put one player who you would look up to, if I, if I look at a profile of a midfielder that I'd want, it's like Scholesy. yeah, yeah, good. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. He's my favorite. In one the world. player I need
2: ever. to, were you at Arsenal
1: with Kozola? Yeah,
0: Santi, yeah. he, he was, was, oh. was someone
1: else, weren't he? No, he's, I saw he scored a goal the other day in charity game. You seen it? No, he was doing the rounds on that like, Instagram, he just but he's just like this big. Yeah, tiny. Really. Yeah. He was a little bit fat as well. Like, yeah. You wouldn't mind me saying it. <laughs> no, loved the, wrong beer. the belly, mate. Loved the beer. Like just when he had the ball at his feet. Like when, when he first came, right, we had this fitness coach <laughs> who would like take players and like, you know, you bat a fitness coach saying, yeah, like, yeah. you don't know football, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I used to do football drills with him. And he said to me, Jack, he's the best player I've ever seen. No. And I'd be like, what do you know? <laughs> no. Next day when I trained <laughs> and he was just like, He'd go into these areas like with three players around him, and like he's so small, he'd disappear, and he'd just like come out with the ball. And then like we'd do set pieces, and Gaffer would say, "Right, in swing, and he'd just move do it with his left." I still don't know what foot he, he
2: is. Now. Oh. that's but this player's right. Right, we were we had um, Oracle on the other day, so you know, like the stats yeah, people, the stats people yeah, yeah, yeah. and the insights, and and they're great in football, the stats. But mm. we always say, don't we? That's only part of it because yeah. when we had Joe Hart on, he said about David Silver when he went. Got one foot. He's slow. He's yeah, and, physically and then, he's, he's awful. Yeah, yeah, and like you put him on the pitch, and it, right. I guess it's the same with Sandy, You're going yeah. like, you know, but
1: you can put him on a football pitch, and you mm-hmm. can't track that, can no, you? You can't. That's oh. why. That's why I agree with the stats thing. Like, it's, it has to be a part of it. Of course, it does now. Yeah but like the old days where you go and watch a player and go he's alright I fancy him you can just take tell. a chance on him wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah you can yeah, they see don't it not really do that anymore do they no,
0: they don't it has to be stats and stuff has to be ticked off and mm. all that it's a load of bollocks absolutely load of bollocks right come on then manager talk England so um, yeah so you played under
2: Capello was Capello and...
0: your first England manager was he yeah wow baptism fire who was your first I'm not talking I don't talk about Capello anyway. I didn't enjoy Capello right? No, it's, no, it's, I've seen it's, it's it. the way that before. it
1: goes you have spoken about him before yeah I have <laughs> yeah.
0: multiple yeah. times uh, who was your first then uh, my first ever England manager Sven Goran Oaksen, pulled me into the team and then it was Steve McLaren gave you debut, I was going to say Brian McLare then. <laughs> Steve McLaren then Steve McLaren Steve McLaren um, Capello um, and then Roy Hodgson Roy Hodgson obviously we was out in Brazil with was Roy your last Roy was my last yeah
1: When did you stop playing England?
0: Pretty much just after that, really. Pretty much after that, when Capella was manager, he started and stopped, you? you? started and stopped, yeah. didn't? you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fair enough anyway, because he had a lot of lot of good English goalies coming through, young English goalies coming through. So I was buzzing with that anyway. And I don't know what you, were like sometimes the international breaks for me were just a little bit long. I know what you mean? Yeah. A little bit long. Yeah. Well, you
1: know what? It was alright for Southern boys, I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're around the corner. Yeah, it was you? literally around the corner. Yeah. Some of the Northern lads, Manchester, yeah. any Newcastle, Liverpool like that, yeah, It's, it's a, long a, way, a long way away, yeah. and you're away for two weeks at mm. a time and stuff, and it can get a bit monotonous. thing
2: is, it depends when it is in the season as well because you think we've got like September is usually a break yeah. isn't it and you think that's, that's a time where the players that aren't going will get a few days rest yeah, and, yeah. and you're going away and we had a golf day recently with an England player and you know the season
1: finished the day before they've got a game on the 16th of June yeah that that, that would be weird for me 'Cause I'm I, I would struggle with that. Yeah. And I I don't think I ever experienced that. I might have had like a few days off and then went away, but imagine having nah, two and, three then weeks going off. and starting again. Some of them like going to Vegas and then so you've got to I go mean, and train yeah. again. smashed out of the nah, for two yeah. weeks and then they've got to go and do a bit and nah. that. Quickly,
0: just want to talk about that Brazil uh, World Cup then. Nah. Um did you, how many games did you play in that? Did you playing in all of them?
1: No. Well, I came on
0: So it was, in the first it was Italy two.
1: first? I came in the first two and then started yeah. the last one.
0: Yeah, Italy uh, yeah. first, then Uruguay. Obviously, lost the first two games, and then third one Costa Rica.
1: You played in that one? Yeah, mate. I played in that yeah. one as well. Were you? Yeah, uh... it's a weird game, that wasn't it? Weird game, mate. Do you remember? They won our league, by the way. Costa Rica yeah, did. Yeah, I know. Do you remember Italy? Gary Lewin. Oh, that's his ankle yeah. one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
0: That's the ankle one. Do you remember this? We t- Gary oh, we, oh, we did talk came about the, this. Gary came on the
2: podcast, mate.
0: I was pissing myself at the time. He
2: said he looked oh. up at Frank Lampard,
0: and his face. Yeah, like, was I remember lamps? He was like, white. Whoa! We all yeah. jumped up, didn't we? Yeah, There's that little bit great. The it was yeah. a little bit of a great, and he got his studs caught in there. But mm. I was pissing myself again you silly twat, get up! What are you doing, mate? His ankle was all over the it shop. Was out, it? wasn't it? He's oh. here this week, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, here this week. Good old Gaslu. Mm. Good old. You Gazler. need to do another injury podcast. Yeah, I don't I really
1: remember much.
0: I do like I remember the hotel. We changed did. though, didn't we? Every time we played a game, we'd play, we'd move to a different city yeah. in Brazil. So, so we'd we, always come back to yeah. The we hotel, were based we? in uh, on the Rio. Copacabana Beach in Rio. Yeah, um, and that was that was the base hotel. And it was all right. It was all right. But if you looked out the front,
1: if you looked out the back, you exactly.
0: Remember? Yeah, I do. It was a bit. Yeah. And did you get on yeah.
1: well with Roy? I did. I got on really well with Roy, and because uh, Gary Neville was with him, wasn't he Yeah, I got on really well right, with yeah, Gary yeah. Neville. Like, I don't you know if you remember? You might. have Just after that, we we changed the shape to like a four diamond two, and he wanted me to play as a holder. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I played there a few times. I really enjoyed it, and he helped me, Gary Neville. Um, So I did like Roy, yeah. I'm looking forward to snapping Gaz Neville tomorrow on Sunday night. You can't run out and just snap it. <laughs>
0: if he comes up for a corner, he's getting snapped, all right? And he's, he'll have the GoPro as well, When Just make sure you get it on the GoPro. GoPro, yeah. chess cam. I'll look down on him and say, so I I'm only joking, guys. You know I'm only joking. <laughs> um, well, that was world-class, mate. Jack, you're an absolute legend, mate. Um, there's still tickets available for Soccer Aid. Um, they are going fast, like we said. So if you want to get yourself some tickets, they're in the top of the link in the description down below. The, link's the, the link below. is in the top of the description. The link is in the top of the description. Think you down. got it right first time? Yeah, I think I did. I think you did. Anyway, the link is in the top of the description down below. Um, Jack, we always finish every episode of the Fozcast. Up the Foscast. Up the Foscast. Yes, you did it. I love, love it. it. Well done, mate. Brilliant.
2: Thanks everybody for watching. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode of the Fozcast. Don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify, up the Fozcast.